Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger's Syndrome, also called Autism Spectrum Disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Greetings and welcome once again to Aspieland. My name is John Allen, and I'm honored to be your host. If you're new to this podcast, you're especially welcome here. Please know as well that you're in a place of acceptance and understanding, both for you who have Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder, and for those of you who don't. These podcasts are not just for Aspies, but for those of you who have a working relationship with an Aspie or are otherwise connected with one or more of us. I want to help those of you who have Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder to understand and function within the neurotypical world. And for those of you who are neurotypical, I want to help you understand Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder. Because the idea here is to learn about each other and understand each other so that we can coexist make new friends with each other, and gain great relationships through looking at life through each other's eyes. Have you ever been talking with someone and get the impression that they're not listening? Have you ever tried to start a conversation with someone but not know what to say? Well, then this podcast is for you. I call this episode Conversation Which Way Is Up? we'll take a really good look at the fundamental key to making new relationships, any new relationship, and keeping one by understanding how verbal conversation works. Ready to go? Well, then let's get started. One quick housekeeping note. Apple Podcasts has changed the way they approach their podcast directory. Because of that, it is vitally important that while you may have subscribed to our podcast on the directory like on your device, you need to subscribe separately to the podcast through my website at aspieland.org. I want to stay connected to all of you, especially the new listeners we have every single week. And since we have regular listeners from all over the U.S. and in five other countries, keeping track is really important. So help me out and get on the subscription page. Okay, that's it. Let's get this thing started up. Conversation is vital to all of us. From the time we're little to the time we grow old, making conversation is the beginning of becoming related to one another. Our most common form of conversation is verbal. For those of us with Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder, verbal conversation is a real problem. This comes from quite a few different things. One of them is the difficulty we have understanding when to speak and what to say. It simply does not come naturally to us. Another is the fact that most Aspies, as well as others on the spectrum, tend to be loners. That is to say that we spend much of our time by ourselves, whether voluntarily or not, and since we generally don't find ourselves in social situations, when we do, the anxiety of trying to be like everyone else when you feel like you're on an alien planet becomes a barrier for talking with others. Now, does that mean we can't talk? Or does that mean we don't want to be part of conversation? 
Certainly not. One thing that those of us with Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder can do, and we do a lot of, is talk. It's the understanding of how to start, continue, and then finish a meaningful conversation that's the problem. Most of this comes from our sensory issues, a lack of social skills, and just plain anxiety. The sensory skills are part of what ASASD is all about. It's the lack of filters in our brain that tune out a lot of the sounds and sights, motions that are all around us. Without the filters, we have to process all of what is seen, heard, tasted, and felt. We have to process that consciously on the fly. So our brains are full of information, which affects our concentration on social skills and causes us to live on a higher anxiety level than most neurotypicals. Now, I've covered a lot of this in episode one and two, and if you want to know more about those things, you can go back to those two episodes. In fact, three and four aren't bad either. Of course, listen to all of them. Why not? (laughs) Okay, since we know about the problem, let's work on getting past it. For those of us with Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder, One of the things you need to learn is how to be comfortable with yourself. Now, comfort does not necessarily mean that you're confident. It simply means you're at ease enough to have contact with other people. Here's something you can try. Go to a place where people gather, like a park or a a mall or maybe a small shopping center or even in your church if you go to one. Pick a time when it's just a little busy, not when it's packed because that way you'll minimize the sensory issues that come with crowds and noises. Walk through the area wherever it is and just give people a nod or maybe a little tiny hand wave or just smile at them. You don't have to talk to them and you don't have to have big conversations. You're not there to make everyone friends with you. You're there to get comfortable in your own skin. Try it more than once and see if it doesn't ease the issues of both comfortability and vulnerability. And if you can do that, it'll go a long way to help you when you want to start a conversation. Let me take a minute to explain to those of you who are neurotypical that this is a very difficult problem for those of us who have Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder. We don't feel comfortable with interaction, and as a result, have trouble being relaxed with ourselves to speak up. It isn't shyness, really. It's much more than that. It's a real difficult barrier for us Aspies to maneuver through. What you can do as a neurotypical, if you know someone who is or are aware of someone who is on the spectrum, try to do what you can to calm the fears within us and just help us be more comfortable. How do you do that? Well, you can do that by just being casual. Just simply kind of keep your hands in your pocket and just say hi. It is really that simple. Nothing miraculous has to be said. No great big fancy discussions. Simple baby steps of conversation will help break down that fear in us that could very well be keeping us from talking. Try to understand that this is not for a lack of desire to be friendly. It's more of a desire to be accepted. So make it simple. Make it easy. Conversation is a two-way street. Think of it like a tennis match 
One serves the ball, the other volleys it back, and so it goes. One person starts the conversation, the other answers. Back and forth it goes. One of the problems we Aspies display is that once the door is open for talking to someone, the flood that follows can be real detrimental to carrying a conversation. For Aspies, we need to remember that we're not talking to someone, you're talking with someone. That means that while you should be excited about sharing with someone your thoughts, you need to also be listening for their thoughts as well. For both the Aspie and the neurotypical, it is critical that you are cognizant of how you communicate. For the Aspie, remember that it has nothing to do with how fast you get your point across, but how completely you get your point across. Neurotypicals need time to get to know who you are. Don't try to give them too much or get too much at them on the first visit or two. Now for the neurotypical, it may help you to understand that those of us with Asperger's Syndrome Autism Spectrum Disorder tend to live in anticipation when it comes to making conversation. We Aspies tend to think about a conversation or a meeting with a person for much longer than most neurotypicals do. I remember once when I was in middle school, and I was real anxious to meet this other kid. Now, we had said hi and passing in the hallway, but I really wanted to become friends with him because he just seemed like such a really nice guy. Well, while I was at home, I would try to think up ways that the conversation would go. Like, I'd say, how you doing? My name is John. And then they would say, oh, hi, my name is like Fred or Mike or whatever. And then we'd start talking back and forth and I'd have the whole conversation mapped out in my head. I would go over it and over it and over it in my mind for two or three days before I get up the gumption to actually talk to this other person. So when I actually meet him, I blurt out so much stuff all at once, he kind of backs off. And uh, needless to say, it didn't work out. But you see where I'm going with this. Have you ever seen the movie The Incredibles and how Mr. Incredible could get the bad guy to start monologuing? Same kind of thing. We Aspies can take over a conversation without wanting to because we get a little excited because we're actually talking with someone else. Those of you who are neurotypical, you need to pay a little extra attention right here. While as Aspies, we may be meeting you as a person we wanted to meet for some time, but chances are you may be experiencing us for the very first time. And while we may have been running the conversation through our minds for a while, you, as a neurotypical, don't, as a rule, do much of that. So, as both of you are trying to get the conversation going, you'll need to try to understand where the other is coming from. Aspies, just take it slow. Neurotypicals, you need to understand that we get excited about this whole new world of conversation, so you may want to be a little patient. A lot of times, we, once we get into a conversation, we get so excited about being able to chat and visit, we tend to interrupt the other person who's talking to us. This is one of my problems when I try to talk with my wife. While she understands 
many of my foibles, she gets immensely frustrated with me because I interrupt her as she speaks. Sometimes she just plain gets mad because it seems to her as though I'm not paying any attention to her and I'm not listening, and that can easily be translated into I'm not caring. Listening is very critical for carrying a conversation. Once you have said something, pay close attention to the other person as they speak. It's really important to make sure that not only do you hear the sounds of their words, but the meanings of their words. When someone feels that they are not heard, they may think you don't care. And one way to handle this is by reaffirming another's thoughts. Now this works especially well when you're trying to converse with a spouse or a family member. Once somebody has said something, you can repeat it back to them to make sure that you understood them. Say something like, let me make sure I got this right, and then repeat what you think they said. While this may seem redundant, it lets the other person in your conversation know that they've been heard. Once you have done this a few times, you might not have to do it very much more, because you will not only have gotten used to the idea of listening, but you have also gained trust with that other person. Remember that verbal conversation is a back-and-forth, one-than-another situation. You need to pay attention to that. Sometimes people, and this goes for both Aspies and neurotypicals, will forget they're in a two-directional conversation. Instead of listening and then responding to what a person just said, they'll just be waiting for the other person to finish speaking and then continue as if the person didn't say anything. While you would be talking back and forth, you won't really be communicating. That tends to result in a double monologue kind of talking. While you would be talking back and forth, you won't really be communicating. By listening and responding, rather than waiting and talking, you create a meaningful conversation between you and someone else. Once again, for those of you who are neurotypical, you need to communicate clearly without using slang or other expressions that can only serve to muddy the water. Now, I realize this can be a bit frustrating, and it certainly will take more time to accomplish than a conversation between two neurotypicals, but I believe it can make a big difference. Remember that those of us who have Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder have a barrage of information running in our heads all at once, all at the same time. That means it can be hard to cut through the clutter, as I call it. And for that, you need to add patience to the list of things you'll need to be mindful of when trying to communicate with those of us who have Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder. One more note. There are many ways to talk to an Aspie, and each way might give you a slightly different response. But becoming more forceful in your conversation because you're frustrated by the slower pace or the more deliberate approach isn't really productive. Trying a tough love or in-your-face or aggressive approach doesn't work. In fact, you may get a negative reaction that you're not expecting. Okay, so now that we understand how to begin and carry a conversation, let's talk about how to finish a conversation. Let's say you're having a 
first good conversation with someone, and you realize that it's time to finish up. There are many ways to close up a conversation, and here are some ideas. First, be complimentary. If you've had a great conversation, let the other person know it. You can say something like, it's been great talking with you. Or, in the case of a first ever conversation, you can say, it was so nice to meet you. Treat others the way you want to be treated. We all enjoy being complimented because it means that we're liked. Another way is to be polite. Even if the conversation didn't go well, it still behooves you to be polite. You can say, good to meet you, or something real simple like, well, I really must be going now. Try not to use words that are hurtful in any way, shape, or form. It's okay if the conversation doesn't go well, but for your part, be nice, be pleasant, and polite. It's always the best bet. One more idea would be to try to be positive and look forward. If you both enjoyed the conversation, you could ask to speak again by saying something like, I look forward to talking with you again, or I look forward to seeing you again. Or you could say, I hope to see you sometime soon, or I hope to talk to you sometime soon. Ending on a positive and upbeat note helps you not only close the conversation, but to seek a continuance of more conversations. Now, I think I know at this point what my fellow Aspies may be thinking. This is too much work. Remember this, do that, listen here, talk there, be patient, get comfortable. Yep, it's a lot of work. But keep up with it. Don't give it up. Remember to take one step at a time and one conversation at a time. It'll be tough at the beginning. No doubt, I'm with you on that. But I can guarantee you that in the end, you will be really happy to be able to be part of a real conversation, which will open doors to making friends and, and sharing all kinds of relationships. Whoa, it looks like we're running out of time again. And that means, well, we got to get going. Remember, please visit the Aspieland website. Just go to aspieland.org. You don't have to use the www. And there you can subscribe, like I mentioned earlier. It'll put you on a mailing list, but I'm not going to sell you anything or anything like that. I'm just going to send you a quick note and say, hey, my next podcast is coming up. Here it is. And that's about all. I would also ask that you would please donate to the work here for the podcast so that I can keep these visits going. Speaking of keeping things going, remember that next time we visit, we're going to start talking about relationships. The first one we're going to talk about is friendships, making friendships that last. Try to stay safe, and so long for now, and we'll meet once again in Aspieland. Thanks for listening to the Aspieland podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not, because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again.